Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another edition of Deportes Nation. I'm Alex Parra, and Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021. Deportes Nation, sports and more. Deportes y más. And I can't believe we made it to 2021. Trying to forget a little bit about 2020. But you know what? It hasn't started necessarily the way maybe some of us wanted. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for following us in these podcasts. Before I go any further, let's bring in my co-host, the one, the only, the talented, the lovely, Ashley Rodriguez. Ashley, Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year, Alex. Happy New Year, Deportes Nation. I'm so happy to be here with you all. 2021, we made it. We, you know, I I thought that we were going to get stuck in some time portal there where we (laughs) had to continuously go on it with 2020, Alex. But I'm happy we've made it and I'm happy that we're here today once again recording for Deportes Nation. How are you? I'm fine, Ashley. Thank you for asking. And Ashley, as much as I'm excited about the reset of 2021, There are still many lingering effects of 2020. COVID-19, even though we see a vaccine already being implemented, already out here, at least in the United States, we're excited. I just wish it would roll out a little bit faster. Before we get started, because we're going to talk politics today, we're going to talk where we are as a society, as a country, and I think we believe that's important. Do you have resolutions for the new year? Is that how you work, Ashley? Do you kind of tell yourself, okay, this year I want to accomplish X, Y, or Z? Or how do you approach a new year? So I do have uh, New Year's resolutions, but I don't necessarily look at them as resolutions, if that makes sense. Um, And and the reason why is because in the past, I'm like, okay, this is my New Year's resolution. And it's almost, it kind of jinxes it. I I don't work (laughs) on that so much. But um, yes, I do. I have some things that I do want to work on. And I actually, the key here, Alex, for me at least, is to start working on my resolutions for the upcoming year in December. So I plan out what I want to do for the upcoming year, already start putting certain things into practices. One of my goals this year is, of course, you know, make the Portas Nation even greater. We're trying to expand. We're trying to grow our brand, our audience. Um, another goal of mine is, of course, getting better shape. I feel like this past year with quarantine and everything, wasn't able to go to the gym as much or, you know, really didn't practice uh, healthy habits. So, of course, become healthier, mind, body, and soul. And then another goal of mine is to expand my business horizon. So there's a lot of business endeavors that I want to take on. So those are really the top three for me that I'm, that I'm looking forward to working on this year. Um, but what about you? What, what are some of your resolutions for this year? I, I don't really approach them as resolutions. I think that at any point in time, we can kind of hit a reset button on certain things and aspects of our lives. I, I think, at my past half century of experience now, young lady, the things like getting in shape, you you appreciate. I just want to stay alive, not 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 get in better <laughs> shape. So if I'm still breathing, uh, Uncle Alex is happy. Um, I think in my in my world at least, it's about trying to be better every day, regardless of what I'm doing. Number one, be better as a person and be better for others in the sense of. With, with my family, with my wife, with, 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 with you, Ashley, with Deportes Nation, with, with any and every person that I hopefully interact with, how can I be better and how can I hopefully, hopefully, and, and I, I know this, this may sound a little arrogant, help others. Uh, I, I know we first have to help ourselves, Ashley, and one of the things that I know 
we have talked about in the past is, is mental health. And it's not only about being physically healthy, but mentally healthy. This past year, 2020, took a lot out of many of us. And I think it's mm-hmm. important that we be there for others, Ashley. I, I know the comments I get about the Portas Nation is, it's great to hear you. At least for a little while, it takes me away from maybe the things we're all worried and stressed about. So that's the way I approach it. And, and, and always making adjustments. I don't think you ever learn enough or get to the point. And Ashley, maybe it, I equate it to being bilingual. There's no day where you, sum, you suddenly are fully bilingual. I think it's an everyday process. It's, it's everyday learning new vocabulary, new ways to communicate, cultural aspects of being bicultural versus just bilingual. I, I think I approach life the same way. What can I learn every day from somebody? So that's, that's my approach. And, and what do you, ladies and gentlemen, think you'll be doing in 2021? Maybe differently. Maybe, maybe you are happy with your life. Life is perfect and you just keep rolling along. But I think it's always good, Ashley, to, to reassess. I completely agree. And and I love that too, Alex. You don't need a new year. You don't need a new week even to start over, to implement something new in your life, change something in your life that you don't like. Um, We are so blessed to be breathing and to have uh, been able to make it to another year. Really this year or reflecting on this past year, it just made me appreciate so much of what we already have that I want to take that and, you know, just keep moving forward and say, you know what, I I made it through one of the toughest years, not, not only for myself, but everyone, you know, we all went through a tough year last year and use that as a push, a, a driving force to do better and to do good and to help others, like you said, Alex, for this upcoming year. So I, I love it. I completely agree. And, and yeah, I, I think that that also brings um, some inspiration to others, or at least I hope it does, because it, it's all that matters in life, you know, is that we're, we're growing um, and we're doing better and, and we're helping others in life. So Absolutely. I love it. I'm, I'm excited for this year. Me, 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 me too. Um, we as the Portas Nation, ladies and gentlemen, are also excited about all the love and support you've given us. So we can't thank you enough as we kick off 2021. And Ashley, our first topic has to be what is on many people's minds. As we record today, the, um, the House of Representatives is contemplating a second Trump impeachment vote. Uh, how did we get to this point? In part, um, due to what happened January 6th, Uh, I'm calling the Capitol protest that certainly um, entered the realm of what I call um, unacceptable behavior. And and I'm not laying blame, Ashley. My take on this is that we as a country cannot have our institutions um, run over that way. I understand that people need to express themselves. We have that First Amendment right, freedom of speech. It's what we do here on the Portas Nation. It's, it's part of who we are and a necessary part of our democracy. But when that crosses a line into criminality, that's when it worries me. Ashley, what I saw on January 6th, and I say this and, and I, don't mean, I don't take it lightly, it almost, if not literally, brought tears to my eyes. I could not believe that was our country. It scared me, it concerned me, and it got me thinking, how did we get to this point and how do we come together? Alex, I, it also brought tears to my eyes too. There, there's such a division in this country that it's, it's not even, you can't hide it anymore. It's so blatantly obvious, the division that we have here in our country. And right. 
for me on what what happened first of all on January 6th it's you know the certification of the electoral college the votes and uh contesting or the Republican party was also contesting certain uh votes to be verified in different states um it ruled in the favor and in confirmation that Joe Biden will move on to be our next elected president of the United States. Um, but going towards what happened as, as far as the protests go, I think that it started off great. Um, I think that I even saw that there was millions of people, and I say millions because according to uh, certain journals here online, it says that about a million people arrived at the Capitol on January 6th in order to hear President Trump speak. And so during that time, and there's certain timelines, Alex, and and, um, I won't get into that too much right now. I can save that for for maybe... um, another show as far as the timeline and what we've seen. But to really get to to the meat of the story here, what we saw that occurred on January 6th at the Capitol, I I don't even have words. It's so disheartening to see that, you know, so much occurred, so much anger and, 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 you know, retaliation um, that happened in the Capitol. Now, I am all for freedom of speech. I am all for um, protesting um, peacefully. You know, you, you want to get a point across. You, you don't want to prove other people who want to see you fall right, if that makes sense. You know, you don't want to sure. prove them to, to be an animal, which we're not. We're not we're not animals, we're human beings. And so um, when certain group of people decided to take it upon themselves to, you know, go ahead and, 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 and instill that violence and encourage other people to do so, that is not patriotic, not, not patriotic. It is not okay. Um, and there's a lot of theories and videos, Alex, and I'm not by any means, um, saying that what happened was okay. I'm not even trying to, uh, you know, say, basically say that what happened is not okay. And for me, I've seen a lot of videos telling different stories of what happened that day, regardless, the outcome was not good. Um, I think that it really goes to show the hypocrisy on both sides as well, because um, back in 2020, for six months, you know, the Black Lives Matter group was rioting and destroying cities and burning down buildings, small businesses and stuff like that. And then you see that, you know, a lot of, um, you know, conservatives, Republican, uh, you know, uh, supporters of our president, of our current president, go to the Capitol and, you know, they're, they're um, practicing their freedom of speech and their right to protest. And then you see that the Democratic Party, you know, via social media and um, even the media, um, you know, goes in there and starts talking about how, um, you know, oh, well, rioting is wrong and this is so bad and burning down buildings. So it's a hypocrisy for me. It's, it's a hypocrisy that one party has done this for six, seven months and then goes around and tells the other party that that is not okay. Now, by any means, I am not saying that it is okay. It's not okay for anyone, regardless of what political party you belong to. It's just the hypocrisy. And that itself is even more divisive in an already 
divided country and our nation. So um, I really hope that we're able to heal moving forward because this is this is not the way this as a former president has said before um thomas jefferson and 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 even um former president uh reagan you know he said divided we fall united we stand so if we're divided this is how our nation is going to fall and, and, and Ashley, I, I agree to a certain extent about the hypocrisy on, on all sides. I'm going to I think what we're seeing and this is going to be one of the the topics that, that we talk about in a, in a few minutes regarding social media banning of certain people, censorship, etc. What we are seeing, Ashley, is that people are entrenched in their ideas one side or another, and they literally cannot see past that. That to me is concerning. Um, most of us, and, and I, 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 I consider myself a person who's open-minded, I will literally actually turn on one channel and watch an opinion about a certain event, switch to the other channel, and it's completely different. It's opposite. There, there is absolutely no common ground to what we are seeing. Now, I will say this, and, and I generally believe this, that the intent of the protest on January 6th, the freedom of expression, as much as that is important and necessary, crossed the line. The questions I have is why, who, and we know that what occurred was criminal. We know what occurred has consequences. We speak about rioting in other places. Those should have consequences as well, anywhere, regarding those events regarding those state laws and federal laws, if if federal laws were broken. But this was the first time in my lifetime that I saw a crowd of people approach one of our institutions, an equal branch of government, Ashley, who were working on um, something very important that day, which was ratifying the vote, And people took it upon themselves, and as we're seeing, this is not, you know, we talk about facts or fiction. They stormed that building, one of our institutions, period. There's no way around that. I don't think you can justify that. But my only concern is that that has a consequence, and it should have a legal consequence. And there should be an investigation about what happened, and, and let the chips fall where they may. If there was involvement if there was um, um, involvement from, 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 from lawmakers, from the president himself and what he said, that needs to be vetted. Whether he's impeached or not, President Trump will not be there beyond the 20th. We know that. Biden, President-elect Biden will be coming in. But, but is, 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 it, is it okay to say, well, it got a little bit out of hand, people got heated, and is that enough? We certainly don't want to persecute people that don't deserve that, Ashley. But we're really in a troubling situation right now, literally, where we're so entrenched, we're so divided, number one. Um, and number two, that now it's becoming, and, and I don't want to equate it yet, Ashley, to, to a very bad situation in the Middle East, where now this is generational. Well, you did this to me, so now I'm going to do this to you. That's a cycle that never ends. And, and I certainly hope, Ashley, we don't go there. But every time one side or another has an opportunity to hit the other side, they do it. 
Alex, I, I have to disagree with you in the fact that, you know, you said that people stormed the Capitol. Yes, at, as of later on, they did storm the Capitol. But at the beginning, there are videos and, and this goes in um, with, with the whole censorship. What, you know, there conservatives are being censored online. There are videos that are being taken down. There's a video, actually, actually, it's five videos of, because I'm telling you, there's about a million people that were there that day. Everyone has their, their phones, their cameras, their recording. Sure, sure. There are multiple recordings, Alex, and showing that police officers are moving the barricades that, that stop, you know, the, um, the, the, the protesters that were there that day, I'll, I'll say that, the protesters that were there that day, and they're waving people to come in to become closer to the building, to the Capitol. The other thing, too, there's another video that shows from inside of the actual Capitol, there are police officers that are opening up windows and that are passing over what seems to be, uh, I'll call them weapons, um, so that they are, uh, so that protesters are able to use them. And you clearly see it. Why are these videos being censored? The other video and the most important video that I think that should be blasted all over, uh, you know, big major and big news networks such as Fox, CNN, MSNBC that hasn't and continues to be taken down are buses of that have now been officially um, certified as uh, Antifa buses because of their logo and have Trump supporter or Antifa nationalists and radicals that are coming out dressed as Trump supporters. And some of these have already been identified um, by the FBI. And actually one has already been arrested, which again has not been shown on major news networks that, you know, this guy is a known Black Lives Matter and Antifa radical that stormed the Capitol dressed as a Trump supporter. Now, I know that a lot of people are going to say, oh, this is a conspiracy theory. These are videos, actual videos that people have recorded from from um, from the rally. And these are people that that have led another video, Alex, and, and I'll just leave it at this one because that's already four. This <laughs> video shows of, um, you know, patriots that went to the Capitol and they see these, quote unquote, Trump supporters that are trying to break in and they're booing him. They're like, hey, stop. And they're calling him Antifa. And this guy literally looks back and starts laughing. Tell me why, Alex. And I know I'm getting heated at this because by no means do I justify what happened Um at the Capitol on January 6th. But tell me why major news network, net, excuse me, networks are censoring this information when clearly there are multiple videos that have come out. You know, Alex, and we've talked about this before. If it was vice versa, a situation where the Democratic Party, you know, was going out there and, and, and they're protesting, which actually I have plenty of videos to show for that too, where they're burning down buildings and you see a CNN reporter that is already talking and saying, oh yeah, no, this is a peaceful protest. So tell me why, if it was any other way and someone had recorded differently at that rally, at their rally, it wouldn't be shown, videos like that wouldn't be shown all over uh, major news networks. But I, in this situation, when you have people that are recording, those videos are being censored. We are being censored. And the president has already been taking off, uh, you know, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name it, sure, it's already off. So, sure. so, so, so let me, let me give you my perspective on it. I think any criminality 
should be investigated. And it's not CNN's or Fox News's or any other media outlet to investigate it. That's not their job. They're a business and they're but, in the news Alex- entertainment business. So, so give me one second. The government should definitely investigate any criminality. If there's evidence, submit it. It should be submitted to the proper authorities who should investigate it. I, I, I can't doubt anything you're saying about videos that exist showing X, Y, or Z. Videos exist showing A, B, C, D, A through Z and, and, and interpretation. But facts, from what I understand, are clear. If you have a video of a person being there, nobody, as I understand it, was allowed to be there. The, the, the protest, I agree with you. The initial protest, I have no issue with. The march down to the Capitol, no issue with. But I believe a, a, a law was, was broken when someone made their way into the Capitol building. Nobody was forced to do that. Now, if they were aided and abetted by somebody, that needs to be investigated, 100%. If, if Capitol police people, by the way, I believe two died in this incident. But if, if they aided and abetted anyone getting in, Antifa, right, left, north, south, they should also face a consequence. That's why it's so important to investigate this. And, and, and now, now, who is going to investigate it? The government. Who is the government? That's a huge question. Who is going to investigate it? Is it going to be a Democratic-led investigation, a Republican-led investigation? We can't even agree on that. So I hope that makes sense. I, I, I understand your frustration, and it's the frustration of many. My last point quickly, what's the difference between a patriot and a, a protester? A patriot or someone that got caught up in the moment and crossed the line into being, I'm going to say this, into breaking the law. But there's a line there, actually. All of us have that choice. It's like drinking. If you're an adult, you're allowed to go to a bar and drink. But if you have 10 drinks and get in your car, you've crossed the line. What motivated you to do that? Was it the moment? Was it because you lost count? Because you got excited? But you, you and I both know that there has to be a consequence to that. We can't just say, oops, he hit somebody, he killed them. Let's let him or her have a pass at this. Maybe it's a strong analogy. I'm not trying to be difficult. But that's a perspective that, that many people have today. Does that make sense? And, absolutely. And look, let me just jump in and say right off the bat, I am not saying or justifying what happened by any means. What I am saying, and I want to make it very clear to our audience, is that there's always multiple sides to every story. Right now, we're just seeing that, you know, the people that were there, they did this and they stormed the Capitol. And I'm also saying, okay, but then there's also other stories, other video evidence that has come out of these people not necessarily storming in, but maybe after the fact that these, you know, um, protesters went ahead and, and had, you know, police officers open the barricades and just kind of you know, wave them in, like, come on, like, go in and, you know, and then, like you said, it's kind of like, oh, the, the, the circle you hang out with, the friends that you hang out with, like, (laughs) if they're doing something bad, you're going to get caught up. I I don't have friends, Ashley. So that's not a problem for me. I I believe that, Alex. I'm not going (laughs) to argue that. Not, not even in the new year. I know that. I'm trying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But 
and again, I, I want to reiterate, I am not by any means justifying. I think it is wrong. Um, I even posted it on social media that this is absolutely crazy that, you know, violence is not the answer. And if you see other people being violent, stay away from it, call them out, you know, at least record what I am saying. And, and Alex, again, I disagree with you in the fact that, you know, media is it's not their job to investigate we as reporters as journalists that is one of the that's one of the biggest things that we have to do in our job is to investigate is to ask questions so when videos are surfacing on the internet that have over a million views within the first couple of hours and it's being censored i as a reporter as a journalist i want to say hey send me that video i want to sure. see what this is and I want to get down to the bottom of the truth. Now, that's that's a key word right there, Alex, is the truth. We no longer know the truth. We, we are I being agree. told and, and manipulated. We are all just pawns in this game. And again, I want to say this. I do not agree with what happened. I think it is wrong. And I absolutely 110% agree with you, Alex, that whoever is involved and started this should be persecuted right <laughs> right, left, up, and down, like you said. It does not matter. Whoever insinuated this, started this, and, and you know, you know, promoted this violence during that rally should be persecuted sure. um, to the highest extent of the law. And I believe that it should be known who did it as well. That way it's not just one group of people. Because again, you know, these, these um, you know, supporters went out there and, and practiced their, their right. And so we just want to make sure that we're very, very clear on what the truth is and um, that we're able to trust that truth. Because I feel like a lot of it, Alex, is that we're no longer able to trust these things. And a lot has happened. And it's just very unfortunate. I hope that moving forward, we are all able to use better communication and try try to stop this from happening. If you're going to a rally, please stay away. If you see that people are wanting to start something, um, the only thing I have to say is stay away. Don't get involved and record. <laughs> well, At least record so we're able to know who's starting this. Now, now, now let's explore something you mentioned, uh, Ashley, which I think is huge to this whole conversation. Trust, the truth, pawns in, in the game, um, the issue of censorship, um, of, of, of cutting off um, President Trump's social media. That made me see two things. Number one, we, you and I, may not agree with each other, but we have the right, I believe, to <clears throat> peacefully have, a, have an opinion and voice that opinion. What we found out through social media, I found out, let me be clear about that, is that social media is our privately held entities, in many ways, I don't want to use the word subsidized, but supported by government in some way, by laws that allow them to be, in some case, allow them to be monopolies. And, and, and because of those rules, those laws, they can earn and make a lot of money. They have terms of service that, believe it or not, we all agree upon. One of the messages I have for any of you that are listening is that nothing is free. We all think we can get on X platform or Y platform. And look, I've got my account. Look, I've got 500 followers. If I've got three followers, Uncle Alex is happy. But my point is, my point is, think of the consequences. You're playing into the game. You are the pawn. I agree with you 100%. But 
but we're doing it willfully because it's in front of us all the time. Ashley, you and I both know that through social media, we are fed the things we want. If I right now do a search for mariachi bands, because Uncle Alex wants a mariachi band for his, for his uh, birthday, you know that in social media, within the next X amount of time, I will receive ads about mariachi bands. We are, ladies and gentlemen, and through this platform where we are expressing ourselves now, we are being followed. There are algorithms that follow what we do, what we watch, every click on our, plat on our phone, every click on our computer. My point, my point is, nothing is free. We have allowed ourselves to be manipulated. We have allowed ourselves to get to this point. What was shocking, Ashley, and you mentioned the app Parler, is that even Parler thought they were free and clear, but they were actually renting servers from an entity that cut them off. So they weren't even free and clear to express themselves. They were dependent on those businesses that make billions of dollars that control us. That's what's scary to me, Ashley. Beyond the censorship, which is huge, what choices do we have? Does that make sense? That's what really scared me in all of this. Alex, I, I am more so angry than scared because of the fact, and, and here's my thing, and I, and I know that a lot of people will come for me. Um, but you're ready. You're strong. I have no doubt about it. Oh, I'm bold. I'm ready for oh, it. Yeah. I can, I can argue oh, yeah. both can sides any day. You can handle it. But here's the thing, Alex, and what I encourage people to do, because again, here in the Bortes Nation, when we talk about the emas, the more sports and more part. I I like to argue both sides, and here and here's the reason why. When I when we talk about things, I don't, I don't just want to seem very you know one sided. I don't think that that's smart, regardless. You know, in this scenario, um, you're absolutely right. These are private businesses, um, you know, private institutions right. that you know we like you said, it's not free. We we're borrowing are right borrowing a great word yes. that's a great word and so what i would say to that is okay that's fine you know at least we know now that we're truly not free that we're borrowing that freedom from these institutions these multi-billion dollar institutions right and don't cross the line because they once they get angry at you that's it they're going to cut you off that's the truth that in itself alex Yes, I do agree with you that that is scary. But what I'm not scared about is investigating further. Where do these businesses stand as far as truly, you know, practicing and allowing the American people to, like you said, practice their First Amendment right, freedom of speech? Because let me tell you, when these corporations have more power than the president of the United States and the American people, and it's not just, you know, all Americans, it's conservative, conservative mindset, con you know, Republican Party. And, and, and you see so many people. The other day, Alex, I after what happened with the Capitol, all I could think about, like I said, I was it was very disheartening to see. It was very, very sad, sad day, especially kicking off the new year to see that, you know, what was occurring in our nation's capital. All I tweeted, Alex, was God bless America. Within not even a minute, I lost five followers on, on Twitter, and then my tweet was taken down. I tried it again. 
I lost 20 more followers within those five minutes. Now, for me, followers, I love you all. You are important to me. Your support is important to us. Uh, numbers don't matter in the sense of, oh, I have a million followers. Like that, that's so, that's amazing for those that do. I would love to get there someday. But it's not about, um, I, I don't correlate that with fame or popularity. I, what matters to me is that, oh, you, you, you think what I have to say is important. That already in itself is an honor to me. Like, wow, thank right. you so much for your support. But what I'm saying, Alex, is that, it wasn't just me and I'm being censored for saying God bless America. To me, that says a lot about these corporations and where they stand. And that to me is, is what angers me. I am not allowed as a as an American, uh, a U.S. born citizen to practice my first amendment, right? Even on social media, that to me um, says a lot, not only about the corporation, but where these corporations stand and it just go, it, it's tied into what the government, because if the government really wanted to, Alex, they could step in and say, Hey, you're shut down. This isn't okay. They can certainly censor the president and, and people who say God bless America, but they're literally terrorists, Alex, that, that are tweeting about bombing the United States and they are not being censored. They are not taken off the platform. So really that tells a lot to me. And this is what I'm telling people is wake up, do your research, really look into it. Do not let your hate or, or, you know, being one-sided stop you. Because again, I can argue both sides. I see things from both aspects. What angers me in this situation is that if it was somebody else, Alex, let's say, cause we at times do not agree. You know, if you were being censored and you have a different ideology than me, a, a different political preference right. and I'm seeing, and I have, and I have stood up for people before on social media and you can go back and see, I have said, this isn't right. I don't agree with you, but this isn't right because it is their right. You know, I don't agree necessarily, you know, at first, um, and, and this was years ago with, with Colin Kaepernick kneeling in, in a game, you know, for the American flag, international anthem. But he had every right that. to do it. But he had every right to do it. And I've said that before. Alex, we, we, we've talked about this before uh, on the Fourth This Nation. I said, I don't like how he's protesting, but I, I agree with his right to protest. He's absolutely. And I also agreed that, you know, what he was protesting for isn't bad. I'm like, yes, of course, police brutality is is wrong. Like no one should be fear fearful of law enforcement and et cetera, you know. But I didn't sit there and say, oh, my gosh, like he should have his right taken away and that's not OK. Like censor him and stop posting him. And no, I, I just simply said, I'm like, you know, what? I don't agree. I, I I see things in that moment very differently during our national anthem. And I I see it very differently. He could have chosen a different way outside of the stadium. And this is where, you know, division came into sports sure. and it all went tumbling down from there. But this is what or, I'm saying. Or, or, tum or tumbling up, depending on, on your point of view. <laughs> yes, that is true, depending on your point of view. I think I think that's, you know, politics and sports, it doesn't mix. It, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't like it anymore. I, it I don't find it okay to, to mix these things when, you know, it's supposed to be entertainment. So, but you get the point. I do, I do. Look, and, and, and many questions from, from, from your perspective, but one of them is, Ashley, where do we go from here as far as now knowing – that, that there are certain entities, businesses, social media platforms, which we've become so dependent on. And, and we are grateful to them because they allow our Deportes Nation message to be brought out. But do you think now we, go, we, we retreat to our corners 
or we can coexist because what's going to end up happening, this is my analogy, is that we're going to have a conservative channel, a conservative uh, platform and a liberal platform, a liberal channel like we do in many ways with with CNN and with Fox News. And, and then people will either have to participate in both or watch both and then decide what is really the truth, quote unquote. Where do you think we go next? I, I believe and I wanted to use the example of Parler because I believe if I'm pronouncing it correctly, not the French way, you, you can you can uh, you can uh, you can correct me that that I think their idea now, the idea is don't be dependent ever again on anybody that doesn't agree with us. So that literally means buy my own servers, have my own infrastructure, and then go run and conquer. And, and maybe that's the, the lesson to be learned here. Start your own Twitter, start your own Facebook, compete against them and see where competition takes you. And the government should not be involved. Freedom, freedom, freedom to fail, freedom to succeed. It, 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 that's, that, that's capitalism. Alex, we're going to fight like adults, okay? And I'll tell you what that means. Sure. Where do we go from here? We're going to fight like hell, like adults. You are censoring the American people. You are taking our First Amendment right away. You're a multi-billion dollar deal. Alex, you know me and you've known me for years. A couple years ago, I found myself in a situation where I was facing a lion, a shark, and I had a choice. I was faced with a choice to either stay quiet or stand up for my beliefs and for myself and what I knew was right. right. And I decided I bet it on myself. So how do you fight like an adult? You take it to court. You fight like hell and you make, you know, you make your own way. Let me just say this. Twitter, within that first, not even 24 hours when they censored the president of the United States, people were canceling their accounts, they were logging out, and by the end of the 24-hour mark since they did that, Twitter lost $5 billion in the stock market. $5 billion. Sure. People are angry, and they see the injustice that this is happening. So... I don't necessarily believe that it's right against left. I am I am encouraging people to to see the bigger picture here. These big corporations, the people who are in charge, we are a pawn in their games. We are being taken advantage of. We are being put up against one another. No, it's them. No, it's them. It's the media and the government against the people. We the people, whether if you're blue or red in this scenario, left or right, this, this is where it gets good because – it's not about me against you. We are both citizens of the United States, um, and proudly so we should be. I think that it's about encouraging people to see beyond. And where do we get our information? I'll tell you. I I don't go to Fox News. I don't I don't go to CNN. I don't go to to these um, conservative or liberal stations anymore. What I do is I get on a private browser, not Google anymore, mm. um, because Google even pushes that information. I go and I search on. Um, you know, the, the White House, um, the official White House uh, press uh, website. I go on, um, you know, the, these private websites and networks but to Ashley, look for stuff. Ashley, Ashley, having it vetted, having it put on the table for many of us through a CNN or Fox News is easy. You're talking about the responsibility of a citizen to work to maintain our democracy. That's one of the problems we have. People want it easy. People want it 
presented to us in a simple three-minute package with two with two sound bites and done. I really wish we had more Ashleys that that vetted, that worked, that researched. That's one of our problems. I think it's sad that reporters are no longer unbiased, Alex, because again, and, and I disagree with you in the sense that it is their job to, to be honest and to uphold that truth of so, what so, they are reporting. So, so let me interrupt you, and I don't, I don't mean to be rude. It is their job, but they don't do it. Ashley, as I sit here today in, in my studio, I've got several monitors on. I don't look at the people on the air as journalists. I look at them as entertainers. They're entertaining. They want the headlines. They want the ratings. So Forgive me if maybe maybe we don't agree on this one, but to me, looking at, at the people, so-called talking heads on TV, they're not journalists. There's very few journalists. And as a journalist, yes, that's your job. But CNN's job is to make money as a business. Fox News' job is to make money as a business. So they're not, they're not worried about how accurate they are. They're just, they're entertaining us through politics and social issues. That's my take. Actually, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Because, we agreed yeah, they, on they, something, they, ladies they are, and gentlemen. Wow. They they are cue the applause. Sure. <laughs> we, yes. We, um, I agree. We have actually talked about this before, that there are more entertainers than, than journals. I'm sure. talking about the people. Well, I guess that kind of goes into it too, Alex, is that you could be the best journalist and, and, and investigate and bring that to the top. But at the end of the day, we both know that whatever our news director decides and, and whatever passes That's what makes is air. going to be on, right. on air. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, it, it's sad. It's sad all the way around. Um Right now, I guess my advice would be, unfortunately, no, we cannot trust what is being put out there, regardless of, of where you get your information from. We have to be the reporters and it's not made easy, which is unfortunate because that is the whole point of, of our jobs is to bring the information to the public and make it easier for them to be informed. Um, but when that's not happening, you know, we have to find it within ourselves. How bad do you want the truth? And you know, as to what time are you willing to, to, to put into it, to get it. And for me, you know, um, I, I prepare and when we're doing our podcast or show, I do my best to, to spend hours at a time, you know, throughout my week preparing for this, um, to make sure that I have all of my facts in order. And again, ladies and gentlemen, fact check me if I'm wrong. Um, oh, they and, will. You know, I, <laughs> and I don't mean saying, no, you're wrong. And you can't back it up with, with actual facts. I'm saying like, bring in your information that you've done hours of research on and tell me that I'm wrong. But I, I just, I don't know, Alex, this is just so it's hard. I, this is why, this is exactly why I decided to go into sports. Okay. It's so much easier <laughs> politics and, and what's happening in general news. It did not interest me. It still doesn't, it interests me now because of our political climate, but sure. man, this sucks. Like I, you know, Make sports great again. That's all I have to say. Deportes Nation. Deportes y más sports and more. Let's talk a little bit of sports, Ashley. I, I know some people are probably beating us up and saying, you guys don't talk sports. Let's talk a little bit of sports because I, I know many of us uh, have been watching um, college football. We just watched the national championship game down in Miami, and it was uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide beating the Buckeyes from Ohio State. 52-24 final score, national champions once again. 
First of all, Nick Saban, seven national championships. Ashley, I don't think there's any doubt that he is one of the or the best college coach maybe in the history of the game. I completely agree. And look, let me just say this. Um, Twitter the other day posted um, a side-by-side picture of, you know, Alabama football and LSU. And they had people do um, almost like this poll of, oh, who do you think is better? Right. As much as I think that Nick Saban is an amazing coach and one of the best, in my opinion, ever in sports uh, and college sports, um, I, I had to give it to, to LSU. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm Uh-oh. sorry to, to all the Alabama fans. I'm I'm a, I'm an LSU Tiger girl. So, um, <laughs> but yes, Alex, I, I I think that I'm happy to see that at least college sports is is happening. People are happy, and 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 we tuned into a great championship. Um, it was strange, you know, Ashley. Forgive me. It was strange to see the stadiums. By the way, many bowl games, including a bowl game in Houston, were canceled because of COVID concerns, teams not being able to field enough players. It, it, it certainly was in the, a season of adjustments, uh, but it was strange to me to see so many buildings, so many stadiums almost empty. And, and, and it's going to be strange again. And, and God willing, Ashley, we're able to fill those stadiums again soon. I, I hope so, Alex, because I miss being in the stadium as a fan and cheering on my team. And um, I know that a lot of people do. And I think it's going to take a little while. We, we had uh, said a couple shows ago that, you know, it, it's going to take a while, especially with the vaccine and, and, and everything being in order. We, we hope that, you know, those that want to are, are able to get it. If not, you know, um, that, that we go into public safely until, until we are, are at least more comfortable. I think it's up to the person now. Um, we, we know a lot more about, you know, COVID than, than we did at the beginning. Um, so I just, I hope that, you know, we're all able to, to do what we can in order to get back to, I guess you could call it normal. I don't even know what normal is. Whatever that is these days. <laughs> right, right. Look quickly on, on the national championship game. Also, congratulations to Devonte Smith, not only the Heisman trophy winner, uh, but also the MVP of the national championship game. He's he's an amazing player. The first time in many years that <clears throat> the Heisman, which is awarded, as many of you know, to the best college football player, um, didn't go to a quarterback. So Devontae Smith, a great, great story. Um, and, and certainly we want to congratulate them, the the Alabama Crimson Tide. And, and, and then what comes next with some college sports? And, and, and COVID. And, and the last thing, Ashley, before we talk a little bit more sports, and I think maybe we'll pick this up in one of our next shows, is how is it possible with vaccines being available that we are not doing more? All of us, Ashley, I think I finally read that one of the big stadiums, I believe it was in Phoenix, Arizona, was open 24-7. It, would, it had been transformed into a, 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 a makeshift uh, vaccination uh, station, if you will. Um, this is so important, Ashley, and I'm, it's not a blame game. It's not a political comment. We should all be doing a lot more to get everyone who wants the vaccination vaccinated. I, I think it's it's a priority, um, and, and I don't see the urgency. That's what concerns me, Ashley. I don't see the urgency from some of our, our governmental authorities. So maybe maybe we'll table that. If you have a comment about that, of course, Please go ahead, but but I think we should be doing more. 
I, I agree, Alex. And again, this is this is kind of like where the hypocrisy comes in is that, you know, they're so focused on pushing a vaccine. And once we have it, it's not being pushed out to the people. Some people are. Um, they, they certainly want the vaccine and some government officials are, are pushing it. And then I don't know. Can we just make up our mind on, on, on exactly what what page we're on? Can we just go back to a time before 2020? Um, that would be great. <laughs> it would be. It would be. Let me hit you with two more. And, and these are more maybe uh, NBA and, and Houston centric um, uh, topics, sports topics. One of them, of course, we know James Harden, one of the best players in the NBA. He's not happy with the Houston Rockets, uh, the team owned by Tillman Fertitta. Um, we know they disagree socially, politically. Um, we know they, they, they don't see eye to eye. It, 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 how do you see the future of James Harden with, with Houston, Ashley? Is he going to stay here any longer? The team's struggling here as the season has started. Uh, what is the future of, of the bearded one? Alex, I, I really, a lot of fans, you know, last year um, as, a, as a season was just about to end and, and, and begin again um, now, a lot of fans were very in support of, you know, um, pushing for what James Harden was. I mean, he's 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 a star of the Houston Rockets, uh-huh. and um, he's definitely someone like um, that ha- that should have a voice in the organization. Um, I believe that his opinions are weighed heavily, especially since again he is a star, and and um, I, I think that he should have some sort of say as to. Um, the team that is being built, not necessarily in what is going on um, in the higher ops. Perhaps that's another discussion for a different day, depending sure. on you know what the issue is. But as far as you know, the 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 team that is being built and what is happening within the team on the court, um, you know, I believe that he should be heard. Now, come this season, he has spoken many times saying that he does not want to be part of this team. He no longer, um, he actually just said the other day that it's, it's no good. This team isn't good and that he wants out and he sees a future somewhere else. Now for me personally, um, team chemistry is very, very important. Um, especially for the star of, uh, of the show. Like if James Harden is someone who does not want to be here, it's going to put, he's kind of, kind of be like a Debbie Downer in, in this situation. It's going to bring down a lot of players. Um, you know, a lot of players are not going to want to play with him. You know, there's just going to be a lot of tension. It's not good for, for the overall goal, which is to win champion. I, I hope that's the overall goal is to win. Um, but, but but isn't he a professional, Ashley? Did he not sign a contract? Did he not understand that? And 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 my point is, any athlete, any professional who commits to doing something, yes, things are renegotiable. You can renegotiate anything, and I don't see a path forward. But but he's a professional. He's committed. He should be there working as hard as he possibly can with a good faith effort. Um, and and whether things turn out his way or not. Um, that, that, that is something, you know, that he's got to put behind him. He's, he's got to, I'll use the term. He's just got to deal with it, get on with it. I agree with that. And unfortunately, a lot of athletes over the past, I would say five, six years, Alex, I've noticed a, a shift in, in their mentality as far as like what is being done within the organization and their involvement in those decisions. And it kind of gets to their head. It's almost like, you know, these they feel so entitled to now take part 
um, and, 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 and the management position of, of the higher ups. And so for right. me, it's like, Hey, like your voice is important. I'm not saying it's not, um, you should definitely be heard. You definitely contribute to what is the entertainment and, and, um, the, the whole, you know, spectacle of, of the show. But at the end of the day, these um, these athletes, I, I feel like they're coming across very arrogant, very um, stuck up, Alex. And um, I don't say that to, to be disrespectful. Um, we certainly don't want divas in an organization. And, and that goes with everyone. And I think that everyone can agree with that. Um, however, in this scenario, I do agree that, you know, professionalism should be of the utmost priority for each and every single person working in any position in any job anywhere. And, and, and Ashley, um, you, you said something, forgive me again, and I interrupt you a lot. Next time we're live together, you can slap me. I'll give you that permission. How's that? I've been rambling a lot. It's okay. <laughs> I have a lot to say. We've been off air. I know we're, we're excited to get back. Ashley, I think the other part of this, we talked earlier about censorship. We talked earlier about how platforms, social media platforms, aren't for free. There's a cost to be paid, which is either terms and services, which is the reality and the great word you use that we're only borrowing this platform and in and, and, and order for them to be successful. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it is. I think the other truth in sports, Ashley, is that athletes like me as a broadcaster... We're employees of an organization owned by either an individual or a corporation. It's their business. They're the ones that are going to make those decisions, right or wrong, good or bad, ethical or unethical. We work for them. And, and, and I think people forget that. And, and please, I'm going to go on one more, and this is for another show. I always say this, Ashley, and I've said this for many, many years when it comes down to it. And I've made um, uh, um, a career of being around professional sports. But at the end of the day, fans, they don't receive money from the teams. They're paying money. They're, 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 they're buying into what that team is selling them. Back to being objective. No, they're not objective. They're a business. And I'm 100% okay with that. We were talking about James Harden, Tillman Fertitta, the owner of the Rockets, Houston Texans. Something similar is happening with that organization, the McNair family, and now I believe Cal McNair, the uh, chairman of that entity, Deshaun Watson, the, 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 uh, the, the quarterback, star player, disenchanted, awful season. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be Harden or Watson, Ashley, who make the decisions. It's going to be Fertitta and McNair. I and I agree with you, Alex. Unfortunately, in the, in this scenario, you know, I I think that athletes should definitely be heard, um, especially star athletes that are at the forefront of making sure that this team is a success and that we are winning championships. But they also need to respect their contracts and they also need to understand or at least communicate better if they want a certain change. I don't believe that acting like a diva and in front of um, press conferences and, and um, you know, going out and, and rebelling and talking to TMZ type of news, you know, it, it, it's not the answer and it's not the message that you want to leave behind because you're not only going to end up bad with an organization with management you're going to end up not being wanted by the fans and um 
you certainly don't want that. These people have paid their hard-earned money to come out and support you. And this is how you're acting. Now, of course, we care and we care that you're happy because in turn, it's going to you know, bring success to, to our team. And I say ours as fans, because, Hey, that's sure. my team. You know, sure. I'm, I'm proud. But when you start feeling entitled to overstep your boundaries and to, and to act and do things a certain way, um, express yourself outside of the professional realm, that is not okay. And, um, let me just say also too these, the, the head of, of these organizations, you know, they also need to be very mindful that, hey, I need you and you need me. Like, they need these players, um, even though that and, can't and be And they debated. need the fans. And they need the fans, too. They do need the fans. But uh, what I was going to say is that that can also be debated, uh, debated I mean, because they, they can, you know, go and find a younger player who is willing to, you know, cooperate and obtain that contract. And, There's and always so. someone so, younger, prettier, and faster, certainly than, exactly. Ale- than Uncle Alex. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll take you for now, Alex. I like you. <laughs> Thank I, I, you. I'll keep for you now. around. I like the way you said that. For now, I'm still in, for in now. the show. For, for now, your six-month <laughs> contract is still good, Alex. Um, another season is good. No, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, everybody is replaceable. Even, you know, people certainly want to replace Cal McNair. I'll say that. And, it, and it's no longer coming from you know um the fans anymore it's coming from players that they just don't want to be part of this organization because of the way that things are being ran by the higher ups so um i I think it's an ecosystem that if something is disturbed and you know you're not able to succeed and so i think that there's a lot of evaluation that should go on there on both parties sure great great take on that i like your i like your uh, ecosystem that makes a lot of sense to me ashley we've got to go it's it's believe it or not it's flown by our first deportes nation show of 2021 how can people keep up with this i guess we oh. we we've, we've hit social media but we are on social media we are on social media we haven't been for now yet, for now yes for now <laughs> Um, so you're able to find us, everyone, at Deportes Nation um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and, and, and Alex, you know, we, we've talked about uh, resolutions for this year. Definitely TikTok is a resolution for ours. TikTok. It's going to teach Alex for sure uh-huh. these TikTok dances. But we'll be TikToking yes, soon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, it's always an honor, a pleasure. Thank you for, for having joined us join me being alongside of me and also Ashley we want to thank all the supporters all the people that tune into to the Portes Nation of course thank you all so much and um, Alex I think that we're gonna have another show this week I think that we'll we keep are. you guys updated um, a live show at that so a definitely live something video new. show so those of you that have never seen Uncle Alex get ready it ain't pretty <laughs> thank you all so much and Alex take it away Ashley, it's been a pleasure. On behalf, ladies and gentlemen, of our production crew, of uh, on behalf of Miss Ashley Rodriguez, I'm Alex Parra. Thank you for taking the time to have joined us, for listening to us, for tolerating us here on the Portas Nation. Take care, and until next time.